listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Niggas talking they bitch made. Ix nay off my dicks nay. That's pig Latin, itch bay. Who gonna stop me, huh? Last night ain't go so well. Got kicked up out the hotel. Got a little freaky like Marv Albert. Yes, tell how a co-sell. You just a commentator. If you get in paper, everybody that I know from the hood got common haters. In some relations, you just supposed to say none. Heard she fucked the doorman. Well, that's cool. I fucked the waitress hey welcome to the black guy with us podcast your host rod and karen and uh to monday i'm about to say you got to skip a day ain't you i was about to skip a day but it is monday mm-hmm. and uh you know how it is everybody loves monday uh, i feel like uh, all the bernie sanders fans took the day off yesterday <laughs> but uh it was monday they was back to work this morning so welcome back guys um but uh yeah it's uh monday and uh it's uh 6 30 in the motherfucking eastern time and uh we're ready mm-hmm. to give you another podcast you can find us on itunes and stitcher radio just search the black guy tips and we'll come up uh if you uh leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we'll read them on the show yes we will as long as we like them if we do not like them then we will not read them on the show it's very simple we mm-hmm. very simple policy that we run here real simple um the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and uh today marks another day in our long national nightmare it has been officially 222 days since bobby schmurter went to jail <laughs> that's right guys 222 long days well, I know most of us just do not know what to do with ourselves. And can you blame us? <laughs> you know, they locking up our black leaders one at a time. <laughs> I'm getting rid of them and leaving the movement to his own devices, man. Uh, it's sad, sad stuff, man. Karen, I don't understand what's so funny to you. <laughs> All right. Uh, are you trying to say something about Bobby Schmurter? <laughs> he ain't leading me nowhere. What are we talking about? Okay. All right. I'll see. Y'all see how she is, guys. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm working with. Yep. Trying to bring you guys some high-quality programming and talk about the, the, the community and the black mm-hmm. people that are dying left and right and Mm-mm. being incarcerated and framed. Mm-mm. and uh all karen cares about is uh laughing at bobby Schmurter. bobby Schmurter. <laughs> for the first time i remember who the hell he is that is a milestone right that uh that in itself is an accomplishment all right well i guess karen doesn't really care about uh bobby Schmurter lives mattering mm-hmm. <laughs> no all the stuff that he's missed Bobby Schmurter missed the whole season of Empire. Ah, the whole season. I mean, nobody. That's that's cruel and unusual punishment, in my opinion. <laughs> he missed the BT Awards. Hmm. I, I feel bad for the brother. You know, he's he's uh he just got back in the news because um his girlfriend uh 
struggle uh tried to smuggle some stuff into him uh into the jail oh so she's so he's getting out she's going in yeah well no 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 they he's not getting out no oh she just tried to snuggle some stuff into him okay so now they both in there right she tried to give him a shank in rikers oh so who knows what's been going on in rikers with bobby schroeder but uh he was uh apparently um he was offered a plea deal at one point Mm -hmm. uh but then he was arrested while on rikers for trying to smuggle a weapon into the facility he already incarcerated for allegedly being the mastermind behind the crew's gun and trafficking ring uh he was apprehended uh, after he had his girlfriend try to deliver him a shank during a visit june 21st a guard spotted 18 year old kimberly rosal who what's going on in her life right 18 dying for baby i know dating this nigga he's already in jail there's nowhere to go but down pulling a black latex glove balloon wrapped in black electrical tape from her bra she tried to slip it to him when the guard confiscated the balloon she found a shrapnel metal object a sharpened metal object concealed inside of it both bobby whose real name is aquil pollard guess the race and his girlfriend have now been charged with promoting prison contraband Schmurder was also nominated for best new artist of this year's bet awards but he was defeated by sam smith so karen if i was locked up would you sneak me a shank to mm. help me out Mm-mm that's why i don't get locked up nope i'd be more than happy to visit you but i sure ain't sneaking nothing in there for you Mm-mm. Mm. well anyway he's locked up um speaking of bobby's some more sad news bobby christina brown is uh, officially passed away at 22 years old oh yep six months they uh but kept she's her been in a coma for a hot minute though ain't she six months mm-hmm uh so i guess they finally decided that uh they had to pull life support or whatnot okay um so and now they're looking at her boyfriend as like a potential christina brown was surrounded by her family when her life ended sunday night at the age of 22 the houston family saying quote she's finally at peace in the arms of god everyone for their tremendous amount of love and support during these last few months there's already a huge outpouring of support on social media Actress Jack A. Harry saying, Bobby Christina, a product of great talent who shined quite bright under such expectations. Your potential we will never know. An R&B group, Salt and Peppa, tweeted, rest in peace, Bobby Christina. May God bound and their family. As the daughter of R&B singer Bobby Brown and pop music icon Whitney Houston, Bobby Christina Brown was thrust into the spotlight at an early age. It's a tension that intensified in February of 2012 when Houston drowned in a Beverly Hills hotel bathtub. An eerie parallel to the events of January 31st, when the 21-year-old Brown was also discovered face down and unresponsive in a bathtub in her Atlanta home. When paramedics arrived, they found her boyfriend, Nick Gordon, for fire. According to family friends, Brown struggled to cope after her mother's sudden passing. It was ruled an accident, but heart disease and cocaine use were listed as contributing factors. The tragic similarity of events so close to the anniversary of Houston's death sparked questions. It is bizarre that the same type of incident would happen involving a mother and a daughter. Brown underwent treatment at two Atlanta hospitals and a rehabilitation facility, but never regained consciousness. Her grandmother, Sissy Houston, said in April that Brown had suffered what doctors called global and irreversible brain damage. Police have investigated the circumstances in the case, but have not revealed results nor filed any charges. Yep. Oh, Um. 
my personal opinion i think her little boyfriend mm-hmm. has something to do with that i have no idea um a word on the street is that they had fought before they had it was like a volatile relationship um you know the family wasn't talking to them just it's a bunch of shit going on who knows if they'll ever get to the bottom of that but right sounds like that's kind of only just beginning right um here's birdman's alibi for the Lil wayne tour bus shooting earlier this month georgia prosecutors indicted peewee roscoe tour manager for young thug in a shooting that hit two little wayne tour buses in april 26th the Cobb County District Attorney strongly implied that Young Thug or Cash Money label boss Brian Birdman Williams ordered the shooting in an attempt to settle that ongoing dispute with Lil Wayne, although neither has been charged. Now Birdman has claimed that he wasn't involved and challenged the evidence that ties him to the attack. The indictment claims that the alleged shooter, Pee Wee Roscoe, real name Jimmy Winfrey, called a phone registered to Williams directly after he opened fire on the two buses and stayed on the phone as he followed the buses to an atlanta hotel where lil wayne met people uh, met with police uh a source close to uh williams told tmz friday that he did get a call at that time but that it wasn't from winfrey the two phones involved in the call were cash money company sales difficult to trace to an individual the Birdman story is that it was one of wayne's people called who called him to tell him about the shooting the timeline in the indictment doesn't specify whether the police based their assertions on Pee Wee Roscoe's phone records or Birdman's, so it's hard to say right now whether his alibi holds up. Again, he hasn't officially been charged with conspiracy in the shooting. He still hasn't denied throwing vodka on Lil Wayne at my at Miami's Club Live uh a few weeks ago, though. So Yeah, we'll we'll see what it is turns out to be because you no, know, ain't like phone records hard to get to confirm shit nowadays yeah that's true maybe they can get back together again i mean they was just kissing on the mouth not too many years ago right you know now we got You're trying to kill uh drake and nikki's mom and daddy in the rap game you can't be doing that y'all fighting and squabbling all these uh all these fights uh but he also today uh took a had a picture posted with him and a skinny asian boy that had only a bath towel on like he just got the shower um which you know birdman has you know talked uh said some things where people think maybe his sexuality is a little more open than people would be led to believe so people are thinking that is proof that uh maybe something's going on who knows um the thing about it is that uh and and mm, i guess it's just the way i view it when it comes to it a lot of dudes in that industry they have this outward appearance of being homophobes Mm -hmm. but when you look at some of their you know lifestyles and the relationships and things like that for some of them they are like that but they would never openly say that yeah yeah, I remember there was like a clip where Birdman was on stage and he told, he said he wanted some male groupies to get on the stage to come up there with him. You hear something playing in the background? Yeah, give me one second. You know, Bossip, they always got to have something uh, playing so that you can be Yeah, annoyed. my thing, that's nothing to be ashamed of, but you know, just everybody got to be hardcore, swing your dicks. Right. 
but in reality everybody's not like that yeah um yeah it was a video and he was like you know they were bringing girls on stage and then he was he says he was like i want some niggas up here too or something like that and it was like i I, I guess uh didn't know uh birdman did that but i feel like he's been telling us that for years right people ignoring the signs uh here's a clip of him uh let me make sure i get the volume up on this um why won't the volume work on this all right give me one second to switch it around check the volume levels oh that why that's birdman talking to y'all don't come up here and fuck with me come on let them niggas up here y'all four right yeah, all y'all come up here and fuck with a nigga. It's cool like that. You heard me? What's Look, up? Trevor, what's, what's wrong with her? Come on, come on, come on. Fuck that. What you gonna come up here? Said, you gonna shake it? juvenile asking girls to come on stage you gonna shake it it was i so, think you said you gonna suck it not shuck it what does shuck it go oh i thought he said shake it oh he said suck it oh i don't well let me reply oh, you know it was an accent. maybe he said shake, shake it, it. Look. hold on maybe he said shake it okay you know i know country that's a good point you do translate okay 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 get on right there it's cool. I can take two of y'all. Get on right there. You and you. Come on. Y'all come up y'all here. Y'all bullshit. Black. Get them up here. They been bucking with a nigga all know, right? night. I fuck cool, with niggas with too. I fuck cool, with I'll niggas with too. I fuck cool, with I'll niggas too. <laughs> you can... So Birdman was trying to get some dudes on stage. So maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe he's a little more uh, open-minded right then, and pe- um and pe- people give them credit for and people just gloss over and ignore that shit because like the you know it's one of those things where a lot of dudes are uncomfortable with other dudes uh sexuality if it's not for women they're like oh all of a sudden i f- I, I i'm afraid like you may be attracted to me or all of a sudden they get scared because all of a sudden they're they're consider themselves the prey and not the predator i mean the predator and not the prey right and it's just one of those things where dudes lose their motherfucking minds because they feel like oh i don't have no control over this that's how women feel all the motherfucking time mm-hmm. well he makes the money in the um beat so they gotta be cool with him what they gonna do right right dr oz has uh, made 1.17 million dollars off of a hemorrhoid treatment that he promoted in his column I believe that. Yeah, doesn't that seem fucked up? Like, people go to you for advice, and then you advise them to do something that is going to make you money. 
so it's basically just an advertisement it's not really an advice column that's that that is for a lot of doctors that's what it is a lot of they had to uh, actually change rules and regulations for doctors you know so that the pharmaceutical companies uh was like paying them kickbacks and shit like that for promoting certain products and buying certain products telling them they were thought leaders when actually all they were doing was selling other people the products you know because you have some doctors that refuse to see these people because they was like no let me make my own decisions and own choices what's best for my people and what they would do they would get other doctors to talk to them and basically they would have a, a presentation that the pharmacies made for them and all that shit is illegal now you know because you know they take the whole you know team and department out to eat and shit like that because a lot of times it's about making that money and the pharmaceutical companies could give a fuck about you or your health yeah well it's a money scheme apparently 17 heart doctors there's 17 of them 17 heart doctors who made more than a million dollars from a drug or medical device company between 2013 and 2014 uh that according to medpage today that's according to medpage today who parsed an open data set data set of payments to doctors from the industry according to the analysis oz earned 1.17 million dollars from covidian medtronic uh which he uh which owns het systems the maker of the hemorrhoid therapy he helped develop right and, and what they also uh don't uh tell people too is that a lot of times um the large large uh pharmacy companies med- medical companies they don't innovate no more what they do is let other people do the hard work and then, like, a med- let's say a medicine, they have it for, let's say, two, five cent a pill. And it's breaking, you know, it, it can do all these great things. They just buy them out and jack them up to $20 a pill because they can. They ha- they didn't incur any extra costs. They did it because they can. They did it because they can. And America uh, is one of the only countries that have all these fucking commercials for medication. No other country has commercials for medication. You, you know, everything, you know, you know what? You, 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 a dream, here's a, here's a pill for your dream. Here's a pill for your eye. Here's a pill for your leg. Here's a pill for your toenail. Here's a pill for this. Here's a pill for that. Here's a pill for this. When a lot of times there are alternatives that, um, might take a longer process but it will not require any alteration of your body because a lot of this medication they're pumping and giving people a lot of times they don't know the long-term uh effects of these medications and a lot of times they funnel it through the doctor and doctor funnel it to you and i also i learned too is that for the average uh doctor visit is 10 to 12 minutes like the, the amount of time your doctor actually sits with you mm-hmm which is not a lot of time to really talk and find shit about you and about things about you. You know, if your doctor takes longer than that, that's a good thing. That means they're trying to find things about you. Oz also uses media platform to promote the treatment just ahead of it hitting the market. In one of his syndicated columns uh, with co-author Dr. Mike Royzen, he doled out some advice for how people can deal with Roy rage, including this. If you need treatment, a device is coming to the market that makes getting rid of these much less painful. Ask your doctor about the HET bipolar ligator. Uh, he, we helped develop this and it's a major reducer of pain in the, well, you know what. Many doctors have financial relationships with drug and device companies and ethics guidelines mandate that they disclose them. Oz and Royzen did just that in their parenthetical reference. So that paragraph where it said we helped develop this, mm-hmm. that counts. It's saying, you know, 
i'll make some money off of this and you guys do it right without you actually saying that right however situations like this bring up some questions that the medical profession has been struggling with on the whole how to approach disclosure transparency transparency and conflicts of interest in order to best serve public health right because that shit matters don't give me what 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 makes you money you your whole purpose is to be concerned about my health yeah um so it's just interesting man dr oz out here making 1.7 you know 1.17 uh just to say some shit is uh is dope mm-hmm. uh on friday afternoon your girl lena dunham tweeted out if you say unfollow after i post about sandra bland or gun control i don't want you here in the first place <laughs> well i have forgiven her thank you lena dunham for telling it like it is and letting us know that you will not take that shit anymore oh wait a minute um this just in she's never tweeted about sandra bland before until that tweet so apparently no one's been telling her they're gonna unfollow her because she hasn't said anything about it to be unfollowed correct so yeah what the hell are you talking about correct and the thing about her that she she don't want a career and the reason why i say she don't want a career because every time something happens and she fucks up they work hard to clean the shit up to them hide the real olivia po uh, olivia mm-hmm. and every time you get to the point where you almost forget like you literally be like she's like you don't almost forgot about her she says something does something tweet something you be like oh yeah that bitch and then you remember everything else mm-hmm. it's like she just can't just fucking be quiet and make a show and make a motherfucking money just make your money just make your money and she's like nah i'm gonna fuck it up and, and lapata has right privilege because you know it's some people they gonna ride and cape for her no matter what the fuck she says yeah um <laughs> i mean she i think she's trying to um get back and the good graces of a lot of people that have kind of derailed her shit some people never coming back you know um and the the way that black women are on her ass right now she's trying to make up ground you know because uh you know she's uh she done fucked up right and honestly i mean it's just one of those things where she's in the space where she doesn't have to care you you don't have to care about black women's plights mm-hmm. it's one of those things where you don't have to pretend like you care like because we know you don't care all the, your show shows that you, in your world we don't exist so it's one of those things where you don't you don't have to pretend like you care we everybody knows you don't and if we say anything about you especially black women 
you have all these white feminists that roll around and tell you that you know she's the only brave one out there because she shows her frumpy ass body and you're supposed to applaud her that is a great thing that she shows her body but don't act like her white body is the only reason why you're caping for her you know not, not that you care about our plights and our complaints against her it's a beautiful thing that she can show her body but the problem is that a lot of the problems that people have with her has nothing to do with that there are other issues but you put that in our face like that's the reason why we're attacking her we're attacking the poor white woman versus the her, her stances and the things that she come out with people have real issues with yeah and uh when i go look for body positivity that's not where i go okay i mean i like lena dunham as much as the next person but i i go to people like uh this this lady that i'm about to play for you guys okay bitch what? i seriously need to lose some fucking weight, lose weight. I, i'm sick of my fucking jeans game button bitch jeans don't love it i i i i'm not falling for you Ooh, fuck it, I'ma roll with it, I'ma roll with it. Thank you, boo-boo. I don't care if you're 100 pounds, 200 pounds, 300 pounds, 400 pounds, it's your fat girl, then hold it down. Pick it up and then drop 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 it down. 100 pounds, 200 pounds, 300 pounds, 400 pounds.
Once you go fat boy, you ain't never going back. He giggles. Now every time he see a big girl, his dick tickles. The fat girls ain't back, bitch. We ain't never leaving. He eat the booty like it's dinner time. Fuck your groceries. He flip me over, then he eat dessert. I love supposed to be John Legend. Yes, all of me. I'm plush. Yes, luxury. That's my jam right there. No, that's why I go for my body positivity message, man. You know, I don't need the, uh, I don't really need Lena Dunham in my life. I'm good. Um, all right. Apparently everybody's been, uh, talking about this. Uh, Nicki Minaj and Taylor Swift had a Twitter misunderstanding. Okay. Or as the, uh, every internet website called it a beef or cat fight or you know war something you know it's always got to be some kind of some kind of thing when it's two women it's always like like you can't just you can't just have a disagreement it's gotta be a fight um which is funny because i don't think um i personally didn't think it was necessarily a fight and people still kind of treated it as such and a lot of people went out the deep end and made a whole bunch of deep ass points there that that just completely missed everything that was being said because you know we're in a celebrity culture right now where you either like somebody you don't like them and then that completely tanks how you view the topic and right that's really that's it Mm -hmm. so anyway um Nicki Minaj set off a wave of reactions on Twitter earlier uh, about uh, after tweeting about her disappointment that her Anaconda video wasn't nominated for Video of the Year and Best Choreography categories of the MTV Video Music Awards. A few hours after the initial string of tweets, Minaj added some more shade to the original pal and even seemed to incite a reaction from Taylor Swift in the process. Um, let's see. Uh, she says if your video celebrates women with very slim bodies you will be nominated for video of the year she also put oh but trust me i'll be on that stage to collect my awards for video of the year feeling myself at anaconda and whole lot of smiley faces mm-hmm. she put queen b hit me about the anaconda after the instagram snippet was released saying how much she loved it she was also very hands-on with feeling myself and if, if the video celebrates women with very slim bodies you'll be nominated so taylor swift replies i've done nothing but love and support you it's unlike you to pit women against each other maybe one of the men took your slot she says huh you must you must not be reading my tweets didn't say a word about you i love you just as much but you should speak on this uh and then she says they're not because uh, someone said it's not even any shade to the other artists it's just that nikki is getting snubbed for doing the same thing they're winning awards for mm-hmm. and nikki says they're not missing the point they're just attempting to overshadow the point oldest trick in the book uh she also went, uh, asked taylor swift again i'm still confused as to why you just tweeted me when i made it abundantly clear uh taylor swift says if i win please come up with me you're invited on any stage i'm on, i'm ever on um and so she also said uh earlier today hey guys at mtv thank you for my nominations did feeling myself miss the deadline or question mark uh 
she says if i was a different kind of artist anaconda would be nominated for best choreograph uh best choreography and video of the year as well ellen did her own anaconda video and did the choreo choreography lol remember her doing that kick even mtv did a post on the choreography at mtv remember you couldn't go on social media without seeing people doing the cover art uh choreography outfits for halloween and impact like that and no video of the year nomination when the other girls drop a video that breaks records and impacts culture they get that nomination um so i absolutely agree with Nicki minaj yeah i i i i 100 agree with her um because uh mtv um and most award shows is about fucking popularity and her shit was goddamn everywhere it was everywhere Mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with talent everybody knows that because it's, it's a lot of the, uh, terrible ass artists it's like number one on the pop charts so it has nothing to do with talent it has nothing to do with your capability or how good you sound um or if it's even your thing um if it's popular millions of views millions of clicks millions of downloads and that's all mtv is about anyway mm-hmm. um Yes, I do. I do agree that she should have been nominated. I think that when Taylor came in, you tried to derail the conversation about what she was talking about. And it was one of those things where a lot of times people have a tendency they want to help, but sometimes they don't know what to say. And they say the wrong things and they just make the situation worse. You know, so instead of the problem that Nikki was having was I should have been nominated it was well a man took your spot she didn't say a motherfucking thing about a man taking her spot mm-hmm. she was saying that i should have been nominated period right she say who shouldn't have been nominated right or taking anyone's spot and i think when taylor saw other in quotes other girls she just took it personal like she well you're talking about me right and 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 if she wasn't she was i think she was just talking in general and it was more her plight was more with mtv not her and it was just one of those things where sometimes when people make blanketed statements like that, <clears throat> people take it personal when it's not personal and have nothing to do with you. She didn't even, you wouldn't even, you would not even on her radar until you added her. Like she wasn't even thinking and considering anything thing about you. And this is one reason why me personally, I don't give a fuck about none of the awards, but the BET awards, because those are the awards that a lot of the artists that I care about win. um a lot of these other wards don't care anything about us most of the voters are predominantly white and predominantly young um or you know other ward shows they're old and white you know and it's or even if you were nominated a lot of times other people make the decisions like we don't really know what mtv might look at it and say okay this 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 like because they don't reveal the numbers to you or anything like that or how people actually voted so mtv is the one that actually comes with the final cut let's just keep this real Mm -hmm. so who knows where she failed and they might just opt it out opt it to put her on this and cut her on this you know we never really know and that's the problem that you know she has because she feels like i got left off because you know at the end of the day i am black and i do realize this and i do realize that other people do the same thing that i do but for some reason they get awarded for it and nominated for things that i don't and i view this and i see this and i understand that my race matters yeah and it's just funny to me because it wasn't a Nicki minaj versus taylor swift thing until taylor swift jumped in it right 
that's the thing that's crazy to me is because everyone keeps trying to compare them as artists and compare their songs and all and it's not about that at all like this is about uh women of color who you know like Nicki minaj uh i believe that uh anaconda is a very feminist statement feel like it's about you know ownership of your body sexuality right um and and i think um you know like the scene where she cuts the banana <laughs> um, the scene with how she makes drake want her and then just kicks him away like no you know like that like those scenes are very powerful now i think people get caught up in whether or not they like the song but it's for video and choreography it's not for best song of the year like right and, um and- and it's definitely one of the top songs that you're going to remember for a video and choreography for the year. So I don't even understand Correct. how that's debatable. It does have a message, which mm-hmm. is about body positivity for people outside of the uh, quote unquote norm or the Hollywood norm, the white beauty standard. Um, Taylor Swift has benefited from that her whole life, her whole career. Come on now. So her personalizing it, um, is probably because she's benefited from that and she's like well what are you so you're trying to say me and it's like no it's just in general the point is actually bigger than you the industry worships people like you yes you do benefit from that but a lot of what you don't realize a lot of people are penalized because of that right because taylor swift's whole song for shake it off is how awkward she is how awkward her body image is like uh, and, and she did it with with the dope beat, high, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, and it was like the song of the year. But it was one of those things where the body images, even of the women on there, were nothing like the women on Anaconda. Anaconda, the women were thicker. They were brown. Now, you know, they had women mm-hmm. of all colors on there. But, you know, wide hips, big thighs, shaking that ass. And that's, and, and quote, unquote, a lot of times that's not the standard of white beauty. Right. Um, and so because of that, she was kind of penalized, even though both songs represent women owning their bodies owning their sexuality loving who they are in in two yeah. different ways and only i love both them, songs but that only one of them got nominated and that matters yeah only one of them gets celebrated as right that. no remember we um remember the picture that she took to promote anaconda and one uh the it, pictures came out of before the pre-photoshop where they were trying to shame her like look at that she got actual fat on her back you know what i mean look she got some cellulite on her legs and it's like well fuck when have we ever done that to taylor swift come on now and then two what would that fucking matter you know what i mean at this point like we i think we all understand that we're being sold a product at some point Mm -hmm. um i don't think any like there's no news flash that like oh Nicki minaj you know her ass is fake or she got breast implants like it's really not uh it's really not that um it doesn't detract from the fact that uh the song is about a different type of body for a woman um right the other thing is she ended up getting called like uh you know getting slandered basically for taking pictures like that correct you know i remember that that you know like instead of where whereas like alina dunham or molly cyrus gets applauded for like look at her she's getting ready to get nude for you guys right because she believes in herself Come on and it's now. about a powerful statement about her body and all this shit and then with Nicki Minaj it's like yo put some clothes on whore right and that's and that's the that's my beef when it comes to girls and Liam Dunham she's a white woman out there with her body and she constantly gets praised 
you let a black woman come out with a series like like girls with black women and every week you have to look at her black ass people will have a fucking conniption they would they would burn hbo fucking down so that shit matters yeah um Mashable published the article uh Nicki minaj is right women of color rarely get awards recognition Nicki minaj is trying to make a point on tuesday the pink print rapper tweeted her disappointment about not getting any mtv music award nominations for anaconda or feeling myself uh her song featuring beyonce she started off by cheekily asking mtv if she had if she had uh missed some kind of deadline for consideration wait so she didn't get nominated for anything well i just thought it was video of the year no that's why she had a problem huh she was like all these fucking awards my shit got millions of downloads and i got goddamn gloss completely across it makes no fucking sense and that's why she was angry uh, that is uh interesting i did not know that she didn't get nominated for anything this by the way this is one of the reasons i absolutely don't watch mtv music awards me either but i also don't watch the oscars or the emmys nope. or uh the golden glows mm-hmm. i really don't care about them because they don't care about us they don't care about Correct. black people they don't care about people outside the mainstream spectrum of what they decided represents america the best and at the end of the year i never agree with their choices anyway Mm-mm. which is why i can't get hung up on them and get too angry because it the, the okie doke the jig it's always up in the air and it's always gonna happen so um they says uh they they post their tweets and they say these artists lashed the nomination instead of beyonce for 7-eleven ed sharon for thinking out loud taylor swift featuring kendrick lamar for bad blood mark ronson featuring bruno mars for uptown funk and kendrick lamar for all right as far as awards go the vmas aren't exactly as prestigious as the grammys which we'll get to in a minute but don't go rolling your eyes at the show just yet the vmas have long been a pop culture jumping off point responsible for kickstarting the musical career of miley cyrus whose 2013 vma performance was fraught with cultural appropriation and the never-ending sympathy tour for taylor swift speaking of taylor swift after rita minaj's tweets uh she tweeted back you know i've done nothing but support you and all that shit uh swift did a quick 180 later tweeting if i win please come up with me you're invited to any stage i'm ever on but her backtracking tweet missed the entirety of minaj's points uh point which minaj was certain to make clear in a series of tweets by the way her saying that is also hella condescending yes it is you know that i'll just come on up with me then like i don't want to come up with you right that's not what the fuck i don't want your charity award you know what i mean Mm-mm. i think she just had a um flashback when nikki said that she was gonna get her award one way or the other because she was like don't don't do me like kanye don't come up here right and 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 the thing is is like she just want to be nominated if you win you win like like she's not even you know and that's the thing the problem is not even not even winning the problem is I, i'm not fucking nominated, nominated right women of color as a whole tend to be overlooked at most award shows despite the contributions to pop culture at last year's vmas only beyonce and fifth harmony a group wholly comprised of women of color picked up prizes the results have been even worse for award shows on part of the vmas no women of color won awards at the 2015 billboard music awards and beyonce was the only singer who collected uh collected wins at the american music awards in the major categories of this year grammy awards an immaculately white white award ceremony that consistently rejects artists of colors i mean color no women of color won in the four most important categories album of the year record of the year song of the year and best new artist beyonce was the only woman of color to even be nominated in those categories 
and only for album of the year she ended up losing to beck a snub that surprised even the eventual winner the mess the clear message be more like beyonce but don't expect that to be enough right in the last 15 years Nora jones has been the only woman of color to win an album of the year award she won in 2003 for come away with me outside of the music world women of color collecting major awards for artistic achievements is still a rarity to the point where even a simple nomination is newsworthy at this year's oscars selma helmer uh selma director ava duvernay who follows me on twitter was skipped over for best director nomination in favor of richard linklater morton tildum uh alejandro Inaratu, uh bennett miller and wes anderson men who all made movies about white men in the tv world the results are just as poor in 2007 america ferrera became the first latina actress to win an emmy for outstanding lead actress in a comedy series here's the other of the only woman of color to do so in the last 25 uh she's the only one to do so in the last 25 years no women of color are nominated for that category this year no women of color has ever won outstanding lead actors in a drama series that could very well change this year with taraji p henson and viola davis both nominated joining former lone nominee carrie washington washington scored nods in 2013 2014 but wasn't nominated this year uh the nominations alone are historic but it'd be nice if one of them could get a win right so at the bottom of the end of the day Nicki minaj has a point and it's probably time for other artists particularly those who benefit from the systematically oppressive award system to stop interjecting and start listening uh yeah i agree and i feel like obviously it can go further than 140 character tweets but uh this article sums sums up Nikki's point exactly correct and back to with statistical data and really should be the thing that squashes all commentary to the to the contrary like so if you just want to for some reason say because like pierce morgan wrote a piece basically calling Nicki minaj all kinds of names and you know saying that racism had nothing to do with this shit and then he trolled twitter and tried to get his shit trending and i didn't click on it and i refused to read it on the air right Um, also um you know i saw uh people that you know i'm friends with on twitter uh, on facebook going off about how they didn't like the song or Nicki minaj has a fake ass so you know that's why this and i was like you know what man the fuck cares it has nothing to do with what she said Mm -hmm. yeah fuck you right because because you because you know that's not what mtv is thinking when they nominate people Mm -mm. it's not like mtv goes yeah we don't nominate women with fake breasts get the fuck out of here that's not that uh, we don't nominate people if you know if the song isn't the best song of the year i mean that we that's the only way you get nominated for choreography Mm-mm. that's not what happens so to try to extrapolate all this reasoning just to find another way to say this black woman is wrong correct it's fucking stupid it's not that it's really not that complex and statistically and historically it has been proven that despite being the fucking cultural centerpieces that move this country forward in music black women typically go home the bridesmaid and never the bride and i think it fucking bears repeating and it definitely bears looking into and you should not just be so dismissive of Nicki minaj because she shakes her ass or whatever just because taylor swift don't have no ass to shake doesn't mean she ain't out there shaking her ass too right in her own way so don't yeah don't like let's not try to turn this into the slut shame in olympics and shit like it's, it's obvious that part of what you do when you're making pop music is to get people to shake their ass and have some fun mm-hmm. so so to use that against somebody like all the other people that got nominated just had these like 
songs of substance that we will remember forever not it's really not always the case nope and yes it's simply an mtv award but she it's the industry and at whole that is at fault for um the state that uh and the way that they treat these women correct taylor swift to her credit and this is actually why i like taylor swift she apologized to Nicki minaj and says uh, i missed the point uh she apologized to her thursday morning in the wake of an online firestorm firestorm that had been going on for the past 48 hours when minaj tweeted her disappointment about not receiving a video of the year nomination for anaconda she says i thought i was being called out i missed the point i misunderstood then misspoke i'm sorry nikki and that's what you do yeah and the reason i'm glad she apologized and the reason that like i said i fuck with her on that is because so much of the media always has taylor swift's back Mm -hmm. even if she's wrong they got her back Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and they really went on a campaign to just shit on Nicki minaj for however long and i'm not even and this isn't me like thinking and Nicki is the god mc and shit it's just she made a good fucking point i don't understand why we got to kill the messenger on this one right and a lot of times and the thing about the thing about it is that my problem is that a lot of people talked about her music because they don't like her music the point they didn't ask you whether you fucking like the music or not right the problem is that she has millions of downloads millions of views just like taylor swift people buying her shit just like taylor swift she's top of the industry just like taylor swift your personal opinions about her her ass and how she looks is irrelevant her well what's funny though is it's not about taylor swift right like that's the the thing that people keep falling into this trap of like yeah well look at her compared to taylor swift it was she wasn't even saying taylor swift it's mm-hmm. not about taylor swift it's just about the fact that she celebrated a different type of body positivity and it's like you can't do that correct and that you know that's that's the main focus and i think everyone keeps getting distracted and you know is she cocky overconfident braggadocious yeah but so is every fucking rapper in the industry come on you know i don't I don't understand why i don't understand why we people are trying to like police her you know what i mean um anyway uh nikki also did an interview she says we can't have only one type of body being glorified in the media uh nikki was probably already scheduled to appear on good morning america friday but since she was embroiled in a conversation about feminism and racism with taylor swift and mtv's video music awards she was given an opportunity to open up more about the point she was trying to make in her recent tweets um so she posted something on instagram where she says to put it simply when britney spears got naked and covered herself in sequence for toxic she was nominated for best music video when emily radikowski uh wait radikowski was naked next to robin thick and blurred lines she was nominated for best music video when molly cyrus stripped off and broke a uh, million health and safety rules by riding a piece of construction equipment she wasn't just nominated for best music video of the year she won it all of the above videos have been controversial but they were acknowledged by the industry for their impact nevertheless but as soon as Nicki minaj whose black body deviates from caucasian beauty standards dares to her own uh culture and dance in a similar provocative fashion is glossed over and relegated to sideline categories of female and hip-hop uh you know so and that's Uh, valid yeah so she uh is confident that if her video had featured slimmer models 
or had been done by one of the white pop starlets it would have been nominated for video of the year yes i do think it was one of the pop girl if it, if it was one of the pop girls they would have had many nominations for it i got two nominations for anaconda for best female and best hip-hop so she didn't get nominated for something okay but it should have been for video of the year and that's all we're saying anaconda had just a huge cultural impact and the top of that on top of that we broke the vivo record yeah that was the other thing mm-hmm everyone watched that video people were like i fucking hate this song i gotta watch that video right i will watch the shit with the volume down i gotta watch that video minaj went on to explain how this entire ordeal speaks to a broader point about how one type of female body uh frame is celebrated by the mainstream and why she thinks it's high time we change the idea i think we just have to be to have both images for girls we can't just have one type of body being glorified in the media because it just makes girls even more insecure than we already are so anyway i just thought that was interesting that we didn't get to talk about it uh last week uh and like i said shout out to taylor swift for apologizing that's mm-hmm. dope because so many people don't and they're glossed across that shit like they didn't do or say nothing wrong mm-hmm. uh let's see what else happened oh um let's see if i can find it uh did i lose it um Man, I thought I had a, uh, I, I swore I had a, oh, did we already talk about the hack of, um, Ashley Madison? Did we talk about that already? I think we did. I don't remember. Okay. I honestly don't remember either. I remember you said something about it and we moved on. We, I think we did say something about it. We ain't going like a lot of depth of detail. Mm. Well, yeah, they got hacked, but I mean, yeah i think we did talk about it and then mm-hmm. how they charge people for the to get them information off of there yes all right anyway they got hacked and shit um so anyway i thought we hadn't talked about it but we must have um all right let's talk about something else here's what women say make a beautiful penis <laughs> speaking of ashley madison i might create a website for dating and cheating on your girl for uh bitter twitter niggas i'm gonna call it ashy madison's and uh all the ashy people can come there and uh be mad at women right uh as coco chanel once said a dong should be two things classy and fabulous and girthful scientists at the university of zurich uh recently published a study in the journal of sexual medicine that asked what is a good looking penis they used a focus group of 105 women ranging from ages 16 to 45 to rank the importance of erect uh, i mean of eight penis <laughs> 40 importance of eight and penile as- was erect hmm? they probably were erect the importance of eight penile aspects from girth to pubic hair by showing them from uh showing them a wide range of penises uh they then had to describe them as normal or not their conclusion size doesn't really matter as long as it's beautiful and well-groomed here's how the ranking stood from most to least important aspects of a penis number one importance of general cosmetic appearance number two importance of appearance of pubic hair now see that's something a lot of men can do something about they worried about how big the dick is but it's like you got to trim up that shrubbery down there i'm trying i'm trying to tell you you know you got a fucking forest where somebody got to go through and you're like hey girl they're looking like well goddamn you could at least cut the bushes for me uh number three the importance of penile skin yes nobody want to see your ashy ass dick number four the importance of penile girth 
so that's the roundness of it guys not the uh length number five the importance of shape of glands so if you have a horribly misshapen penis this is where you have to get off the ride i'm sorry <laughs> uh number six importance of penile length so the length of your penis doesn't even come up to the sixth most important thing number seven the importance of appearance of scrotum so if your balls is all fucked up and you got a short dick it's a, it's a wrap you gotta have some all the other stuff checked number eight the importance of position and shape of metis aka urethra clearly the metis is being shunned for general revulsion of the world so the urethra is uh i, I believe the tubing you know what i'm saying that the sperm comes out mm-hmm. so if it's all misshapen and shit that's actually the least important of the other things while yeah. research mm-hmm, go ahead. a lot of this probably depends on who you can tell this was not a twitter survey yeah of course not yeah uh while the research was originally conducted as a medical study for men who underwent surgery to correct a disorder of the urethra uh it provides several insights into various standards of beauty and it's just one of those things where because men and women are different for women you've seen one penis there is no difference all y'all dicks look the same um and all women are the same and different women are turned on by various different things mm-hmm. um and so and you know i wonder what was the race because you know sometimes race does matter because you know for some people they were like well you know i don't care the size or anything you know maybe they're like uh white dicks aren't attracted to me or black dicks aren't attracted to me it don't mean they're racist you know just you know like okay I, i'm just not personally attracted to that mm. that you know that ma- maybe that's just me like like shit like that matters to me you know when you're doing uh service like this I, I i would love to see how diverse the people were as far as races yeah that's that is interesting uh and i would like to see that i guess they didn't think of it right because i i do i mean i don't know what, but why would that affect i mean i guess my assumption would be that they showed all kinds of different races in the pictures and they just didn't they but they didn't test for it so you would like them to test for race as a factor to what they what kind of penis they find the most attractive right because that would vary that would vary on your results nah i don't want to see that that's just gonna be racism i mean you know what i'm saying what, mm-hmm. what would be the point you're talking about the shape and size of the penis and then you throw race in there and it's gonna be all fucked up yeah so so i have a question then so when they show these penises they just show generic penises like they just show different people's penises i'm i'm assuming well, i mean that they, they, i'm pretty sure you've seen the color of the dick they just yeah. did, okay but, but they didn't quantify for race no not, not not for the penis itself but like the, i have a diverse group of women view the penis it's, oh yeah well we have no idea like like the penises itself is irrelevant in the survey i'm, I'm not talking about okay. that I'm, I'm i'm actually like what what was your demographic of women viewing it because the, you know if the, well, maybe they have men view it too that's true that's we don't, true we really don't say. know what the study is oh i thought there. it was all women my bad from what you read oh, I wait, it maybe women. maybe it was all women but right. i don't know maybe maybe they should have had some men look at them right so maybe I mean, they should have had you know a bunch of different some aliens i don't know this this no. entire segment has gone completely off the rails 
all these questions i, I have no what, what i have no backup for this i don't know i'm i'm sorry maybe because i'm a woman and this one of the things where we talk about penis so i want to know my bad so you I, think I know black, you didn't do black women would black you think black women would prioritize the penis aspects differently than white women and asian women and other shit like i i think it varies per group because it, it just depends on so the culture you know? did, why why, why do you think it varies per group hmm. i mean because some of that stuff i agree with um and who knows it might not you know you, you do a you, survey and you, it might you, not you think you agree or disagree based on race though like all black women or most black women or a lot of black women would be like mm-mm no. pubic hair that that goes down to number five no no move, move shape of the testicles up to three <laughs> no i think the more diverse your group is the more truthful you you will get a, a perspective of all women i mean i guess that's my thing because they but didn't we really don't, say but you're making you're kind of making an assumption that it wasn't diverse I, I don't know I'm, so then what where's this coming from no i'm just asking i don't know they didn't reveal so i was wondering because most of these surveys all jokes aside most of them are white people so i'm just assuming that the default is white um on this um but i would like to know how diverse was the people were they all white women making these decisions or did or were the pe- women making the decision multiple races and colors like that's all i want to know because that would make to me i don't know to me that would just make a you would get a true opinion of what women thought the more diverse that, the group is it might be a true opinion of what women thought we don't know that it wasn't diverse is my point that's true that's true it was like the assumption that you're making is that obviously it was all white women making these decisions yeah, so yeah i'm assuming they don't never ask us shit so i've never been in nobody's survey to be me penises, neither. so me i'm neither. just you know i'm just wondering all right i don't I don't you know, know if uh, that that was I'm, a waste I'm, of time for everybody. No, no, like that. because you know, because honestly, like the BMI, the BMI isn't based off of black people. The BMI right. is based off of white folks. Right. You know, that's why a black woman can actually be physically fit, but your doctor will tell you you got to lose some weight. When in reality, you for your BMI, you're absolutely perfect. So that's why I was saying when they do this shit, they never, they are not diverse most of the time. I guess what I'm saying is it feels different because it's just penis preferences so it's not like you know what i mean like your body operates at this like i don't know how physically it would come into play that's why at first i thought you were talking about the the physic the the race of the people's penises because i was like well maybe then you would have another element to measure like oh white people don't like blank penises so all those penises got negative reviews when you know they were quote-unquote normal because the, right. the question was just normal or not but but um i don't know like if i guess it, the other way around um if the women were all one race then maybe certain things would come into effect like that, that's um, my that's my point like how diverse was your group right i guess we just we don't know i don't know they didn't say in the study right and maybe and like i said maybe that's just me and like i say most of the time the default for all these clinical surveys most of the time are white people yeah you know so it could be yeah it could be racially skewed because like maybe in their mind it's just all you asked them was normal or not right if they saw like a black penis it's like that ain't normal you know whether oh. it fit all the current although yeah. i guess they did have to judge it in all eight characteristics or whatever but you're right if they say it's not normal right then the assumption is also the assumption of the study is kind of off because it's skewed to say 
normal is the best kind of penis that they want like i want a normal penis right and, and well, maybe they don't maybe they want a, a, a outstanding penis right and 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 just like men are visual um uh, um visual visual women are too so mm-hmm. you know that that shit matters to us just like you know also the study was originally done to like satiate the male egos of people that had had urethra surgery and to convince them that that was the last thing women had on their minds so it could be skewed as well just because it's like we want to come back and present this to men so that their egos will be satiated by this idea of oh look your penis is fine don't worry about it right and and so to to me like i said the 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 penises themselves are irrelevant i i just want to know what was the diverse group of women because you know no the penises are not irrelevant no i mean the, the, the penises and the women matter both yeah but, but, yeah yes both it, do it, matter yes yeah, yes they do it, matter it could just be people that were like Ugh, asian penis i'm out right oh black penis i'm right. not i'm not yeah. attracted i don't want to that, that. Yeah. right because that because to me that's not considered normal or that's not considered right the standard of beauty and that's why i was saying the women make the difference in everything else it's like once yeah. you get the group and then they're the ones making the decisions based off of the penises they see you know that's why i was asking you know when they show the penises most likely they show the color of the men so if the color of the men matter the color of the women matter mm-hmm. well uh speaking of penises 19 the kids and counting is uh off the air now good you predicted that it would be off the air mm-hmm. so mama and, june uh, can calm down yeah mama june ain't got no point now she probably i want to secretly she's sad like damn i'm gonna lose my lawsuit Mm -hmm, yeah because yeah because she wanted them on the air she was uh uh-huh she was like i'm a fight and they may have took them off the air because she was like they was like "Mm, we can't have you and them on the air y'all both gotta go but you know who's still on the air motherfucking duck dynasty yeah duck dynasty is still on the air but that was on a different channel and uh you know they ain't got no rules true you can call them gay people whatever you want as long as you keep making that money mm-hmm. you know white people straight up uh rallied around them man what um, they about they they circling in the troops yep uh man these people keep sending me shit now everybody thinks i want to see everything that happened about racism in america uh-huh i've been getting hit up with that too yeah yeah these cops shot somebody check it out man i'm like mm-hmm. come on dog i'm not even gonna lie a trying lot. to watch love and hip-hop mm I'm not even gonna lie. A lot of y'all sit that shit y'all send me. I don't even look at it. I'm gonna tell you the honest to God truth. Yeah. Uh, glamour model whose t-shirt was too rude for the Pope. Uh, she had to be moved, um, from trying to see Pope Francis because she wasn't wearing a bra. Oh. Now this is, I don't know. I'll put this in the chat, Karen. Does this woman look familiar to you at all? Um, as you guys can see, she was very excited to see the uh, the probe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a bit nipply outside, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, very nipply. The reason that you might know her, that's Victoria Zipolotkis. Uh, a zip-a- wait, zip-a- that the woman from the plane? Zip-a-lata- oh, yes, I was almost done. But yes, that's Victoria Zipolotakis. Oh my God, I can't say her Greek last name. Zipolotakis, uh, there we go, from Argentina, who uh, apparently uh, controversial because she got kicked off that plane because she was in the cockpit with the pilots taking selfies and shit. 
so she decided to go see the pope and cause more trouble with them titties mm-hmm. so he had to have his security guards come out and get her the fuck up out of the paint which i don't understand what's wrong with the pope seeing some titties nothing he don't want to see no titties i mean he ain't allowed to get married no way what could she do for him right i mean it's not like he gonna see the titties and then like the pope uniform gonna have like a little point sticking out in the front and was like oh no the pope's dick is hard it's like 90 he ain't gonna be able to tell um but yeah she came out there guards noticed she was wearing what she was wearing and the public began yelling insults uh yeah i can imagine that people are not gonna be okay with titties (laughs) like you bitch whore get away from my pope before he can't control himself and fuck you the controversial pinup is no stranger to attracting attention and has already been involved in two other scandals this year. Only six months ago, she was accused of using Photoshop to make a picture of her bum seen curvier after being declared queen of the local carnival. And just a few weeks ago, two pilots were sacked when Australia, when Austral Airlines, uh, from Austral Airlines after taking selfies with her in the cockpit, letting her take control. Oh, uh, so, yep. Oh well, good for her, man. Get those titties out there to the Pope. That brings my man uh Andy from True Blood to life when he said, Jesus tits. <laughs> uh court ruling highlights flaws. Oh wait, no, I don't wanna talk about that. No, nah, that's not what I wanna talk about yet. Okay. Um let's go ahead and talk about something that uh something i've been wanting to avoid talking about all damn day what's that you know what it is karen it's time for the cosby show all right uh california case against cosby can proceed we will proceed mm-hmm. and continue uh more than 20 women have spoken out to various uh media outlets about allegations of sexual misconduct more than 20 apparently they're being conservative on cnn.com right the california supreme court has denied comedian bill cosby's request to review a case against him which means the civil suit filed by judith huth can continue at the trial level huth claims she was 15 years old when she was sexually assaulted by cosby at the playboy mansion in 1974 gloria allred represents huth and called the court's decision a huge huge victory for her client Allred says she's ho- she hopes to schedule a deposition for Cosby in the next 30 days. Oh, she's going to be on it. Huff's suit alleges that Huff was then, was with a 16-year-old friend when they met Cosby while he was filming a movie at Lacey Park in Los Angeles and that Cosby invited the girls to his tennis club the next weekend there. He served them alcoholic beverages and played games of billiards with Huff and the, teen, and the terms of the game 
or that she was required to consume a beer every time kazi won a game of billiards she claims that she and her friend both told kazi their ages the suit also alleges that kazi then took the girls to the playboy mansion while there huff claims she went to use a restroom in a bedroom as directed by kazi and that she uh when she emerged from the restroom kazi was sitting in the bed and asked her to sit next to him he then proceeded to sexually molest her by attempting to put his hand down her pants and then taking her hand into his hand and performing a sex act on himself without her consent Kazi's attorneys petitioned the court to review the case in June for several reasons. Among them, they felt Kazi should not have to be publicly named in the suit in accordance with the California law on childhood sexual abuse cases. Kazi's attorneys also claim Huff 10 years previously had attempted to sell the same story to a tabloid, which his attorney said would mean the statute of limitations would have expired on Huff's case. This case is separate from a lawsuit against him in 2005 filed by a woman named Andrea Costin, who similarly alleged that she, that he sexually assaulted her that case settled in 2006 but Constance's attorney has filed motions requesting that a deposition that uh cosby made in the case should be released and of course it was mm-hmm. um so yeah he didn't his of course his legal team didn't require any calls of course. but he might have to actually be in a courtroom mm-hmm. soon to talk about this shit right which uh good apparently he was getting his quaaludes from his gynecologist i don't understand from his gynecologist yeah what ovaries and uterus does he have i don't know perhaps one of the biggest mysteries in the college i remember i remember asking this question though like where was he getting this shit from maybe something about that's illegal maybe they can look into that right and why does he have a gynecologist is the biggest question uh because the gynecologist got quaaludes is the biggest answer where on the earth was this man getting so many quaaludes and now thanks to the damn 2005 deposition we know he was getting them from his gynecologist according to washington post kazi would make his appointments with the hollywood lady doctor Leroy amar not for a routine passenger or annual mammogram one might be surprised to learn but rather with the intention of making future victims of a bit more compliant in the transcript kazi says he received seven prescriptions for quaaludes all of which were obtained from Amar, a gynecologist ostensibly for a sore back. Did he know when he gave you these prescriptions that you had no intention of taking them? A lawyer asked Kazi in the 2005 deposition. Yes, the entertainer replied. Did you believe at the time that it was illegal for you to dispense those drugs? Yes, Kazi answered. I hope this doctor still ain't working because they're going to go after that ass. Uh, he knew or eventually found out exactly what Kazi was using the drugs for in the late 1960s or early 1970s. Kazi's allegedly assaulted a friend of amar's leading the doctor to confront kazi almost coming to blows wow because it's different when it's my friend now you're gonna go out here and rape these women that's cool but don't rape nobody i know but the doc's one time semi-chivalrous chivalrous reaction could make up for the fact that he was a horrifyingly uncaring and criminally inept physician in the california the medical board revoked his license in 1979 after finding that he acted with gross incompetence and negligence and had engaged in the most serious misconduct in 1985 his license was reinstated under a host of conditions including that he would never again perform surgery but he failed to pay his licensing fees and never practiced in california again the disciplinary documents revealed harrowing details of the numerous plastic surgeries gone awry including one woman whose implant ripped through her stitches and protruded from her breast as she oh. developed a as she developed 102 degree fever and an infection in another case no one was available to administer general anesthesia so amar performed breast surgery with only one local numbing agent 
uh cosby's lawyer says his disgraced client only used the drugs for recreational purposes and during consensual sex citing countless tales of celebrities music stars and wealthy socialites in the 1970s amar like cosby's career reportedly died in the early 2000s so he's not even allowed to testify or anything wow mm-hmm. why isn't he in jail he's dead oh he's dead okay that makes sense now that about yeah. to say, if you was living and kicking yeah you'd be accountable yeah he's not allowed to testify or anything like that okay now now the story makes sense spellman discontinues bill cosby's professorship i know they do what took so long i feel bad for the kids that never get their money you better smack somebody else's name on top of it then atlanta a historically black college is discontinuing its now professorship with bill cosby after recent details emerged of his testimony in a sexual assault lawsuit uh spellman told the associated press in a statement friday that the college had parted ways with the 78 year old actor and comedian a deposition released this morning this month shows the married father of five acknowledged that he got sedatives to give women to uh, before sex the program was established in the name of Kazi and his wife camille to bring positive attention and scholarship uh, scholars to the campus Kazi donated 20 million to the college in 1988 uh so that happened and then the biggest story um which honestly man to me changes nothing a lot of people might feel vindicated but i don't think it i i I just i guess a picture's worth a thousand words so that's why people are you know really um holding up the cover of the new york magazine that has 35 of the victims of bill cosby on the cover right and they feel like this is a trump card or a big joker and at no point did i feel um anything but you know the same way i felt before just angry um like you know like they didn't they're never gonna get justice um like people not believing them is you know like and people that's riding their minds pictures like the people that are like fuck all what y'all saying i'm caping for bill it's nothing you could do to make those people change their minds yeah they're just gonna move the goalposts anyway these are scumbag human beings they're never gonna they're never gonna come around is what i'm saying correct so waiting for them to come around is um you you might you're gonna you're don't hold your breath is what i'm saying uh but yeah it was 35 women who told their stories about being assaulted by bill cosby um that's not even all the women no it's not and then they left an empty chair for other victims who we know will be coming forward yep it even started trending on twitter there was a hashtag the empty chair and people were talking about it people were sending elon james dm so that they could stay anonymous right and 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 there were so many people i think he went to bed still full of dms that he couldn't he hadn't sent out yet because there were so many people he couldn't send them all out and i'm gonna tell you right now just reading him it's like oh my god i mean because a lot of people fail to realize how many people are affected by this and everybody assumes it's nobody that they motherfucking know when in reality it's probably everybody you know what pissed me off the most is that people aren't even reading the article nope like people are saying well they chose to come out with this instead of sandra bland or or some, something more like the dylan roof or something like that you know first of all you piece of shit right they've been working on this for six months 
and i don't know how if you understand how often black people are getting killed by the police but um there would never be a day to come out with this what you're doing is deflecting and you're really trying to say don't talk about this right and i'm so fucking sick of especially men telling women not to talk about sexual assault come on now you ain't doing nothing but shaming people and people can read your shit man like i saw someone saying this in our facebook page uh in our facebook group and it was like yo dog how many women been sexually assaulted that are reading what you're saying right now well you talking about they always taking the black man down going look at this motherfucker you know what i mean mm-hmm. look at look at how you got to be re-victimized every fucking day and told not to say anything shut the fuck up it's not your time to tell this story the real victim is the man because we got to put it through the perspective of poor bill cosby a motherfucker that's the most prolific serial rapist that we know of come on now we want to go poor bill cosby what about the white people what about the white people who are the white people that have raped 50 women show me that person that gets the pass in the current media and we'll talk okay show me the the person someone told me well what about bill clinton first of all bill clinton has been well documented and talk, got much shit for his sexual proclivities period okay i've watched 60 minutes i don't know if maybe other niggas you talk to don't watch 60 minutes i've seen it you know what i mean like so so right there is not a comparison to this motherfucker raped people for 40 years and the same media that was complicit in not talking about it is the same media that's bringing it up now so don't try to act like they just were in a rush to get a black if they were in a rush to get a black man his nigga would have got caught in 1973 he got to slide he got to slide someone's like yeah man you know he got to slide because you know black people you know we protect our own no it wasn't because he was black that he got to slide and it's not because he's black that he's going down money talks on all this shit right all right and it's not and it doesn't it's not honestly the more i think about it the more i want to trying to formulate the exact words to say it but we're not seeing people that are really defending bill cosby Mm -mm. and i know that that's going to be hard for most of y'all to parse because most people think well he's america's dad it's a sitcom he was going around telling people pull their pants up so I, you know i i that's what it is black america sees him as this and, and he, he you know white america even sees him as the first cool negro that could put in your house and you know as much as he's as much their dad as he is ours and all this stupid shit um first of all i have a real dad fuck that uh second of all um it's not bill cosby it's rape right we're we're watching people defend rape they're not it doesn't even matter who this person is Mm-mm. i know some of y'all like, like somebody was like well if it was tyrone from up the street nigga i know tyrone up from up the street and when tyrone from up the street gets accused of rape and the, the way that i've heard people talk about it it is always man some bitch say he went in the motherfucking like bathroom at the club and raped her or something some stupid shit man he in jail right now but it's some bullshit man you know how these bitches be i've been in that conversation before i've seen it and every man has seen that conversation before where someone gets accused of rape and immediately these bitches got him in fucking line and trying him a nigga up you know what i'm saying he just got a new car you know these bitches like the whole thing is just well obviously women are lying and accusing men of rape left and right but nobody no man 
rapes nobody does that right no nobody's out here actually raping women that's that's insanity now i mean abjectly you know in the abstract sure rape happens all the time but specifically there's no case where i'm gonna sit down and say this person raped somebody kobe bryant james weston ben roethlisberger uh fuck uh mike tyson even mike tyson went to prison for rape i still know the majority of black men i talked to will tell you he did not rape anybody what was she doing in his room at blanket time of that night you're not defending them because bill mike tyson is some fucking pillar of the community you're defending rape you just want the right to tell women to shut the fuck up we don't want to hear your story and now maybe that's for your own mental protection the women in your life and all this shit i don't know what it is i just know the sum totality of it is do not tell me your story because then i will have to think about some rape and then i might have to think about how men ain't shit and and how people are perpetrating these things and that's not even getting into male victims of sexual assault god knows they ain't talking to nobody right and then you will force them to be like hey my mama may have got raped my sister may have got right oh my god i might have to talk to my daughter about rape because the thing about it your daughter is looking at you you nigga you're the one that up there talking about rape she may have been raped and thought about coming to you but when she see your comments and see how you respond she will never tell you about it and you'll be wanting to cut a motherfucker's throat if somebody did this to your daughter but when it happens to somebody else's daughter fuck that bitch that's the same thing somebody else says about your child like think about that when people go why didn't they come forward earlier because of you because of you your attitude your attitude says do not come forward and the fucking audacity the audacity of people to try to say well what about sandra bland in the wake of this that is so disrespectful to her memory so Mm -hmm. disrespectful that's the time you want to get all so you want to bring up some black lives matter to keep from talking about bill cosby because we can't talk about both right we can't be pissed about both we can't be angry about both of these issues right well not even just being angry about it just you are trying to actively taint like here i'll throw up this shield y'all run over there and catch the ball uh uh this is about it's really about racism y'all i don't know man maybe it's about prolific prolonged systematic rape and abuse of women of taking advantage of women in horrible financial situations where he knew that his money would definitely get them to keep their mouth shut maybe it's about that and maybe it's about time that you fucking listen to these ladies you know it's i don't know and like i said i have so such low hopes and expectations for men in general i like i like i just have low like it's such a low bar like niggas really think if they actively are not like telling a woman i'm gonna rape you they're a good dude and that's the end of it right you know what i mean like i get to sure i can go on my page and make a defense of bill cosby i can throw 75 cosby memes on a fucking facebook page that we have like haha so funny he's a rapist guys he be raping people isn't that hilarious like like people really think it's like that like that's all it is to it like there's no sensitivity to the topic at all you know what i'm saying and why i understand that life's gonna go on that that shit happens and that it's uh you know you can't stay stuck on sad and shit some people don't ever want to talk about it seriously at all Mm -mm. you know what i mean like 
here's a time where you could have sat down shut the fuck up and read these women's stories and would have been okay because if you would have read the stories you wouldn't have felt like you needed to say a lot honestly there's no man that would read all 35 of those stories and go now let me tell you why the white man is trying to take this man down no i don't want to hear out oh the white we don't do white people like this we don't have another fucking case to line up against this Mm -mm. i'm sorry it's just he's the most prolific i don't really care about him being a black icon or not it doesn't matter to me at all and you being loyal to that has shit to do with me that's fucking disgusting and like i said some dude made that case on my facebook page block get the fuck off my stage isn't it interesting how we can't talk about sandra bland but we got a cover for this wait we've been talking about sandra bland where the fuck you been did you miss all the podcasts did you miss all the media coverage have you not turned on a tv it has been around for a week they worked on the story for six months just to get all these women's stories and sat down and now you want to be like yeah man well what about something let's talk about something different no let's talk about this you know a lot of, like um and i don't think i've ever told this story on the air but i was talking about it last night um i actually had uh a friend who was raped that told me this in college like and told me she was raped by a dude that i knew oh so it wasn't um you know like at the time i would have called both of them my friends and uh i think we were going to the store and i was just giving her a ride to the store and you know i asked like oh whatever happened with that relationship you know because the dude had told me about the relationship from his perspective okay like a few years before that like two years before that like yeah man you know i dated her and you know and he just went into like these really scummy ass details that i didn't even ask because you know me i don't if you tell me you have sex with somebody i've really actually one i've never asked anyone did they have sex with somebody Mm -mm. but then two i definitely ain't asked for no fucking details right but he gave me these really like scumbag like almost frat boy level details i was just like yeah man um i didn't ask any of that shit and plus she's my friend so you know awkward right you know i think he was expecting me to like high five him and shit and i was just like no no it's no no high five no no whatever you know no 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 backup questions i actually don't want to know you know right so then he kind of went about his business and stuff and um that was like say two years right so two years after that uh i'm hanging out with her and you know she needs a ride to the store i'm like cool i got you we go to the store whatever pick up whatever you need drop it back off and so i asked her about it in the car just not knowing any of this shit happened right okay and you know she she started crying i was like whoa like yeah i, I guess you're not over that relationship right you yeah you, yeah because i'm not thinking oh well obviously you got raped because no that never crossed my mind of that course, most people that don't how prolific it is and that it happens to anybody that i know that wouldn't tell me or hadn't told me so um and then like i said the way he had described it nothing everything was consensual everything was great and he was telling me shit i actually didn't want to know right Mm -hmm. almost like he was overcompensating for something so you know she's crying and she's telling me like this story and how you know how horrible it was and i think even after that they kind of quote-unquote dated for a while but i feel like she was trying to 
make it right you know what i'm saying right. like well now that this has happened then if i salvage a relationship out of this then i can at least say it was it was worth it right like almost like it didn't happen for no reason we you know we actually have a relationship now even doing a reality you violated my body yeah and um you know and and apparently you know it did you know it you know it, it obviously didn't work out he had no respect for her or to even do some shit like that and um you know and I think she felt a bit ashamed of going trying to pursue that relationship Correct. you know after that, which you really can't blame her for Mm-mm. you know um I, and i don't think how anybody knows how they would react to something traumatic like that Correct. so you know she was trying to to make it right kind of and so you know she told me about this and then i in my naivety at at this age you know like i'm just like well fuck it well, let's go to the police like what do you want to do like i got your back like let, let's go report this shit like i know it's been two years but we need to get some justice you know mm-hmm. in my mind law and order is law and order Correct. you know what i'm saying it's a tv show it's um you know it's a court case it's whatever and she was like no and i was like well i know this guy i see him all the time like let, we'll confront him like we'll do something we will get justice for you whatever that means whatever that is I, at the time i'm talking i don't know what the fuck justice is right like i don't know how you balance those scales i don't think you ever can really Mm-mm. so um i was just like you know what do you like what do you want to do because that's really all that matters at the end of the day you know mm-hmm. i'm trying to console her but at the end of the day it's really whatever she wants to do you know and i'm racing in my head just with all these scenarios that she's lived with for years so for me this is new information for her this is old shit mm-hmm. and all i really could do was just sit there and listen to her correct because she was like i'm not there's nothing i can do and i i actually don't want to like i'm already in a place where i've dealt with this to a certain level and it's never gonna go away i can't undo it correct so i you know like i have to live with this and i have to see this person whether it's on campus or whether it's um you know like i have to i have to live with this basically and i've been living with this Mm -hmm. and while for me i just had this revelation for her this revelation happened a few years ago it's kind of like mm-hmm. when you tell a white person you got pulled over for being black and white people are like well, well do you want to like did you get his badge number did you want and you just want to be like oh that th- that's just not gonna happen right and it don't work like that yeah like mm-hmm. you you don't understand because you don't understand that we i've been through this mm-hmm. already and it's just i already played the scenario out and i had to decide that i have to live with the fact that when i get in my car i might get pulled over for being black correct she's lived with the fact that because she's a woman even somebody she trusts even someone she's dating could just be like i'm gonna fucking rape you and if if there's nothing she can do about it in the in the in the exact moment then it's just a thing that happened mm-hmm. you know because even think about how people talk about rape let's say she goes to the cops well, what were you doing to her in his room mm-hmm. or you know like what were you, i mean obviously i mean he's saying it's yeah. consensual you're saying it's not i mean did you regret it after y'all had sex i mean 
what you know what's 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 the problem yeah you're being interrogated all over again right you're being re-victimized all over again mm-hmm. it's just not the kind of situation where you want to go drag that up now you know for me at the time you know all i could do is listen and you know as a man you feel impotent but but you feel impotent in the, not in a sexual way but mm-hmm. you feel impotent because there's nothing there's no like punch i can't just go like punch this dude and make it over or like and that was bothers a lot of men about it so they rather just opt out right so you have a lot of guys that don't even want to consider or hear these stories i.e people that commented and said dumb shit about blackness and race when it came to cosby but wouldn't even read the fucking article but had a whole lot of shit to say in the fucking threads right you're on twitter you got a whole lot of shit to say but you won't read a fucking article shut up you could just easily shut up so i figured the only thing i could do was listen you know and it was really the only and i was like you know if you're gonna talk about it again obviously i'm here um you know that's that's it that's you know there's no extra level that i have where i get to be like yeah um and then we gonna go get this motherfucker you know and i obviously i stopped being cool with that dude i you know the shit he had told me already had rubbed me the wrong way so we weren't really close after that anyway but you know i just stopped talking to him period one day i remember coming up to me and being like man you what's wrong man you don't like me or something and i just want to punch him in his motherfucking face you know what i mean just the Mm -hmm just so i could feel like he didn't get away with something or just so he would know i knew but that was just my ego talking that was just me trying to that was me inserting myself into the like i got you some justice but you know i can't that wasn't gonna be any more justice for her than anything else and it was only gonna rehash bring shit up make Mm -hmm. shit worse probably Mm -hmm. re-victimize her who knows Mm -hmm. you know he knew we were friends it was just you know i think he suspected she told me because we were friends and we me and her continue to hang out and be nice and friendly and shit and he was like she might have told him you know mm-hmm. that's why he asked yeah but you know i just at that time i just told him like nah man and just walked off like but i you know we never talked again we never been cool again um so it's just you know it's one of those things where like how many of those stories how many of those women are around you all the time Mm -hmm. and they hear what you talk about and when they hear you talk about sexual assault and in your terms it's never time to talk about it it's never why did we gotta bring up this shit when um you know why we gotta bring this up when drake is beefing with meat mill ain't that a more important story Mm -hmm. why we gotta bring this up when sandra bland died two weeks ago why we gotta bring this up when dylan roof shot up a confederate uh shot up a uh shot up a church uh a month ago why we gotta bring this up it's never gonna be okay with you because you're uncomfortable with it being brought up right and they're never no woman's ever gonna trust you with their story no one was ever gonna tell you their story and you'll never have any idea how widespread this shit is because you live in a bubble where you force the people that have experienced this shit to live outside of it and to not trust you and to not talk to you about it because even if i'm your daughter and you convince me that i'm different and that you love me the only thing you're gonna tell me when it's time is yeah 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 I, yeah baby girl let's get them let's go to jail let's let's put them in jail let's i'm gonna fuck this nigga up but in the end of the day inside i know what you believe you believe it's my fault somehow correct and because you said years worth of subliminal passive aggressive bullshit my whole life 
that i've witnessed you say about other women who are victims Mm -hmm. so i know what time it is i know how you i know the way people the way people talked about Jameis winston's uh and i say accuser because it's really the best word to be honest without getting yourself in legal trouble but you know the way that people talked about her as if they knew for a fact 100 percent he didn't do shit you know like it it's crazy like it's you know people you know the fact that people treat like i always say like i'll never know on most of this shit right i don't assume the woman's lying because the vast majority of times that women even accuse somebody it's it happened correct you know how much it takes to accuse somebody of some bullshit like that like and by bullshit i just mean like if you lying it would be bullshit it would take so much fucking like chutzpah to even accuse somebody like that because all the shit you gotta go through come on now rape kit uh police interrogating you like you're the criminal fucking your family turning on you the society in mass turning on you people unveiling your your identity to the public it is not a game not to mention the vast majority of kids that don't even get tested in many jurisdictions never get tested there are women they will die they will never know who did what to them Mm -mm. so when i see people out here just throwing out this fucking what about black on black crime to rape like it it just reminds me of like all lives matter it just reminds me of like how the cops um how there's no such thing as a good cop Mm -hmm. it reminds men remind me of that a lot of times right where it's like end of the day you're okay with silencing these women's voices because when it comes to sexual assault men are the cops come on now and we just don't want to have the discussion we don't want to think about anything dudes are doing that's wrong and if it is somebody doing something wrong then it's just a few few apples few bad apples in the bunch you know how it is just you know it's just we're just talking about outliers we're just talking about you know not the majority just like when street harassment comes up oh we're just talking about a few guys ladies you're not talking about it's not all of us you know but but what's a good cop when 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 a bad cop shoots somebody and you walk right by it what's that you know what i mean so maybe you're not raping nobody but you damn sure out here defending it you damn sure out here trying to change the subject you damn sure out here derailing the conversation never gonna have a serious conversation around you long as you can long as you can put your two cents in you will spend all day trying to tell me the racial aspects of this the economic aspects of this but what you won't talk about is the fact that a motherfucker is a prolific rapist right and how fucking terrible that is we can't have that discussion so that's how i feel about the 35 thing the 30 picture of the 35 women and 35 stories the kind of person that really needs to read that they ain't reading that shit and never will and they've been arguing against these 35 women from day one they've been arguing against these 35 women mentally as a concept from in from the from the first time they heard of this okay they 70 million women won't change their mind it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter half the population on the earth is women it does not matter people see these stats for rape one party in this country is dedicated to actually saying rape is is not happening as much as it is being reported that's a thing yes it is the the president obama's administration came out and put these guidelines to say campuses need to start saying look anything other than a, a yes is a fucking no and people were like whoa 
hold on now now you're gonna be having people saying they got raped it's like well they've been saying it motherfucker mm-hmm. and we've been arguing over the letter of the law with this shit well she was passed out so is that really rape is it rape rape you know mainstream tv we got fucking with uh oh uh what is that fucking uh what's the ugly woman's name on uh the view karen you know what i'm talking about uh uh i know exactly Seely, Seely from yeah. color purple mm-hmm. we got her on national tv defending rape multiple times on mainstream tv five days a week whoopee whoopee up in your living room talking about why it's not rape we got that that's a thing we have on tv that we've decided that housewives children sitting at home with their parents that anyone can see during the middle of the fucking day we have decided that that is the message that the world wants to send out about rape is that there's a person on tv who will always say i think everybody's being accused wrong we're gonna we're gonna deal with that shit every fucking day that like that's the message so yeah man it's it's really disheartening man i just saw 35 victims the empty chair knowing that there's at least like 15 more women that haven't come that did that weren't at the level of comfortableness where they were ready to tell their stories right and i just kept thinking about all the people that are gonna say why are they just not coming forward what about sandra bland like now you care about now black lives matter right right what about black on black crime what yeah. about the kids in chicago yeah how are you any fucking better you know which rapper that doesn't pull his pants up is gonna be defending this nigga next mm-hmm. you know Lil Duvall defending him you know this it's just sad man this is a sad state man i i i fear for women every day of my life and it's and it's fucking and that's never gonna change because motherfuckers are willfully they, like men are just as bad as those bernie sanders fans and it's and honestly in, in all fairness it's sadly i wish i could just say that it's not even just men nope i see a shit ton of women being on some like well what about that what what are they doing wrong and it's just like really right and a lot of them have been victims themselves yeah well sorry that segment ran pretty long mm-hmm. but uh let's um let's do some guest erase we did ball alert yesterday let's do guest erase today oh, are we going before you start are we going to talk about the article uh oh that that listed us mm-hmm. uh sure why not um i guess that's a good place to go back to after that conversation something positive mm-hmm. um okay. we were uh mentioned um in an article that um oh yeah and a hundred for that bill cosby oh yeah oh yeah all those people that brought up race in this all that is first of all now you want to bring up race really now now is the time that it's time to bring it's a race thing now shut the fuck up god damn um sorry anyway uh yeah we got mentioned in the article this is uh they're talking about podcasting in charlotte i know i was shocked it says wait charlotte has podcasts yes 14 worth listening to and it's um charlotte5.com charlotte5.com written by jessica capwell uh thank you very much jessica for writing about us thank you sweetie uh i'll make sure to share this uh but um 
yeah she uh talked about how much traffic we have in charlotte which we do have a lot yeah over the years traffic has gotten terrible like i i've gotten to the point where i, I always know an alternate route like if i'm stuck anywhere i always know an alternate route because i uh periodically i'll just ride around the city and just see where roads take me when i'm not busy and i'll know how they connect a lot of people don't do that so if you stuck in traffic and the highway is the only way you know how to get there fuck it you just stuck forever um so i try to tell my mama all that shit she don't want to hear me so i'm like well i guess you could be sitting in traffic and uh, of course that is uh your traffic update for the day from mm-hmm. karen yep i know you guys that's what you want to hear in this segment um <laughs> we probably talking to somebody sitting in traffic right now mm-hmm. get out there and try some different roads if you- <laughs> right get out there and find some <laughs> alternate routes for you people sitting on i-95 i-74 i-521 you know you, you you know you stuck in that belt loop that beltway mad right now because you ain't know a goddamn alternate route yeah i got to hear uh and i learned about some new podcasts i didn't know the comedies on had a podcast here me either definitely want to listen to that one um and uh craft beer cast and um, we can sit at the deidre oh she would like that she needs to get into this um uh, but yeah they mentioned us they said uh um the blackout tips hosted by a married couple rod and karen who enjoy ratchetness i like this already the blackout tips is consistently in the stitchers top 100 comedy podcast frequency almost daily length 120 to 150 minutes available on apple podcast stitcher and online so uh and then they quoted a a tweet from forget that yo uh podcast said blackout tips episode 999 check it out asap hashtag podcast thank you so thank you and uh yeah that's a good that's a more positive note i guess yes i seen that this morning it made my day i was happy i was like oh shit there's other folks out here yeah also on a more positive note um a whole bunch of people been sending me articles where uh bernie sanders has been talking about black lives matter hillary clinton's been talking about it um there's uh democracy for america a progressive grassroots network has changed its candidate endorsement process to include uh um how they will confront racial justice mm-hmm. so uh hashtag worked come on now so hashtag go fuck yourself because i was right and it made these motherfuckers better candidates now if you have a problem with the fact that your candidate is now also up on the game on race in addition to whatever the fuck you were voting for him for in the first place that's a you problem that's not a me problem Mm-mm. or a bernie problem that's a you problem yeah you're welcome bernie didn't have as many problems with me saying that shit as you did apparently uh, right he apparently said mm, i should listen to this negro and add some racial stuff to my platform need right. to update my shit right because and people try to talk about he old and shit like that what does being old have to do with anything yeah and so did hillary clinton she added shit too so i feel like a lot of y'all owe me an apology mm-hmm. you wrote the show last week spitting some bullshit about me needing to shut up you owe me a motherfucking apology you're welcome your candidate now has a viable national platform on race you're welcome no more just i march back in the day he can he can meet some people and learn some names now and everybody will be better off for it yes they will you're motherfucking welcome anyway now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest race 
that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room to guess the race and the chat room is a racist as shit <laughs> um here's a story about a man named burglary a man discovers a burglar living under his daughter's bed days after break-in wow how many times do you think he tucked her in when she was just like daddy there's a monster under my bed damn go to sleep ah, i heard it snowing daddy i already fed you daddy there's a monster in here. can you just look under the bed god damn it if i had to turn on this night like one more time <laughs> now you go to bed for i put you to sleep you gonna have sleep for dinner tonight <laughs> sleep for dinner most unsatisfying meal of all time uh, ain't that the truth you don't want sleep for dinner kids out there mm-hmm. in the world Mm-mm. that's why i'm fat now <laughs> no more sleep for dinner for me food for dinner um so yeah he uh hit uh he was arrested as many as five days after sneaking into the new jersey family's house wow five days he was in that fucking house for five days he must have been waiting for everybody to go to work and shit had to be to use the bathroom and shit like that he knew everybody's schedule by the time he left you know right bob works on monday jen works on no tuesday the kids get home by five they cook dinner around 7 30 they can make like a tv like like a sitcom or something out of that like uh, a, a whole show based around a burglar that lives in the house and then like gives the parents and the kids advice somehow mm-hmm. you know julie smoking weed who put this note out here <laughs> like he's just a kind-hearted burglar that just needed a place to stay and somehow he fell down on his luck and you know and, and came by you know came back uh yeah but he concerned about you and your family you 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 uh you walk in the kitchen uh why'd you come in at 12 o'clock what are you talking about mom that's what the note says right like uh you know you could talk to your kids about like their first time and shit give them sex ed advice solve family problems every week like he could basically be the urkel role role Ah, on the show on family matters except he just lives under the bed like that like instead of him busting in the door and shit it'll just be him underneath the bed you know every every week the show could end with a life lesson and then him and the kid like when he go to sleep being like good night jason and he'd be like good night uh you know good night janet and it's like oh somebody oh. said somebody said bum in charge bum in charge <laughs> yeah yes yeah that could be a good one um but yeah i i, I will watch that okay that's all i'm saying i think it will be a good show you just have a burglar that yes. fucking help raise the family he could babysit the kids without you knowing is under arrest tonight in new jersey accused of sneaking into a home and hiding under a bed for as many as five days police say jason hubbard snuck into the home and spotswood through an open door while someone took out the garbage hubbard stayed under the bed in the family's daughter's bedroom until the girl's father heard a noise spotted him and then called police the woman who owns the home spoke exclusively to eyewitness news about the bizarre incident i wonder wouldn't you need to eat or drink i think he just had water 
Under the bed? Under the bed. I wasn't scared. Just because you knew I him? was just angry. Well, apparently the Hubbard, the suspect, dated the homeowner's daughter for five years ago, but hadn't been in touch with the family until now. Oh, so the daughter was grown, I guess. I still gotta be carrying shit so I'm not walking around your fucking house. Mm-hmm. He used to date the daughter five years ago. It didn't end well. He didn't say why he came back. He just picked our house to hide it out in. He didn't have a home to live in. Anyway, guess the race. Uh, what's his name? Um, Jason Hubbard. Chat room. Dog Abby having appropriator. Wasichu says Black Rob. I wasn't scared means he was white. Otherwise, it's straight up Second Amendment time. <laughs> That's Joe Spacely. Uh, HC says the guy on the couch from Half Baked black says angela owner wasn't scared jason white says cast always uh white as them peens in that study says tp <laughs> man we talked about that for a while didn't we i um, don't care well, shadow is his new env- natural environment white uh black says lex all right well the correct answer is he was black Only Lex got it right. Lex and Angela, two people. Oh, Lex and Angela, okay. Then yeah, yeah, everybody else was wrong. And all the rest of you should be fucking ashamed of yourselves. I'm goddamn disgusted. Disgusted with y'all. My favorite part about that is that he kind of looks like Maxwell missing the chromosome. You know what I mean? Ah, like, ah. like if things just didn't go right for like lenny kravitz right he could be down on his luck under somebody's bed i was getting their daughter to death i wonder if she was i wonder if she knew and was hiding him you know and what was the sound that alerted them it was like all right janet good night baby girl i love you my dad was like what I, the fuck is that i love you too daddy Hachoo! what the fuck was <laughs> Janet, Janet, was that you? You got a cold? No, Daddy, I don't got no cold. Hold on, hold on. Let me turn on the lights in here. He just sitting under the bed, like, come on, man, please. Um, let's see what else is happening. Uh, here's one. West Virginia. Uh, a woman may have killed the real life Dexter. Oh, mm-hmm. the one based off the TV show. Mm, yeah the tv show a west virginia woman who wrestled a gun away from a man that she met through her escort ad on backpage.com oh that sounds dangerous backpage that's for prostitution and drugs and shit like that uh and then killed him with it may have stopped a serial killer according to Huffington post investigators across the country are looking at neil falls 45 who was killed last saturday in charleston west virginia when he attacked a woman fracturing several of her vertebrae before she turned his gun on him shit i could tell that he had already done something because he said he was going to prison for a long time the unidentified woman said in the interview called to the scene police discovered a shovel knives a bulletproof vest bleach trash bags sledgehammers and an axe in his car well god damn what the what construction work was he doing 
or sterling calls it his shopping list (laughs) he just had missing duct tape in his pockets they found handcuffs as well as a printout from backpage.com with 10 more women's names on it wow the woman was taken to a nearby hospital and treated for her injuries with the police calling the shooting justifiable homicide police in henderson nevada are now looking into falls background believing that his death may lead to clues allowing them to solve several murders of escorts in the area dating back to 2008 why yeah um, wow with all that i'm like uh yeah ma'am um yeah um not yeah, we're not trying to shoot with anything well they did uh falls reportedly lived in henderson at the time of the disappearance of a 22 year old Lindsay may harris who also worked as an escort falls was last known residence was in springfield oregon uh has spent the last seven months traveling the country authorities say he had recently been pulled over for traffic violation in texas authorities in ohio also are seeking information from about falls following a series of disappearances of young women in the area guess the race of mr neil falls possible serial killer how come he ain't on the front of the new yorker huh Mm. always the black man hotel (laughs) jason voorhees little brother says he was using all those tools to cook up some meth please be white says (laughs) mina (laughs) (laughs) cereal fill in the blank white surprise motherfucker white white getting escorts named lindsey may white methy One whose civil rights are respected when stopped by the police. Cold case files, reenactor, decided to play the, to take the part. White. Uh, where, uh, white is the co-workers wondering what I'm laughing at so loud. (laughs) 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 March with MLK. The correct answer is white. White. jesse marshall mlk you don't get no credit Mm-mm. what about all the niggas that march on mlk huh bernie sanders fans they don't count they don't count for nothing come mm-hmm. on you gonna just vote for them based off of that uh all right let's do another one uh, let's go to the bonus round where's my bonus round music <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Bonus round against the race. Double the points, double the race. So far, everybody's all over the place. But let's see if you guys can keep it up. Keep up the pace. There you go. They all rhymed. There you go. <laughs> all right. Um, a drunk teen sets up a DUI checkpoint and pulls over motorist. <gasps> uh, Somerset, Pennsylvania. Oh, my. Hometown of Keith Malley. 19 year old Logan Shawless parked his car diagonally across the Pennsylvania road, set up road flares, and began stopping cars and asking for driver's paperwork at 4 a.m. Saturday. When the real cops arrived, he tried to hand off a pellet, pellet gun ah! to a driver. When the real cops arrived. Yeah, he tried to hand off a pellet gun to a, to a driver, saying, I can't get caught with this. <laughs> <laughs> he faces a long list of criminal charges including drunk driving other charges include impersonating the officer unlawful detention harassment and reckless endangerment 
police say he was found on saturday slurring his speech and had bloodshot eyes he also had a pair of handcuffs and portable police scanner with him mr charles is currently being held in jail awaiting trial guess the race of logan charles good grief <laughs> the audacity the audacity to even think of some shit like that did, you, did he write tickets too i don't understand i guess he must have let everyone go i mean what was he gonna do right because you couldn't write a ticket and he was drunk like have you been drinking tonight sir have you, you been drinking tonight sir right i bet you he let somebody go and they probably called it was like um I, y'all got a checkpoint with a drunk with the officers are drunk and that's yeah. probably what y'all drew the real cops beat the lip cheese eater white white was paid for the hours worth of work white (laughs) (laughs) i am the law white also set up a checkpoint to ask black people if he could say the n-word impersonating the officer who else but whitey knows his father oh black (laughs) right the pain so white he whitens everything around him the highest level of privilege white just a good old boy never meaning no harm white the correct answer is he's a white white man Right. Yeah, i'm surprised nobody said i am the real america white mm-hmm. i am a hulkamaniac yes nobody called him that either um let's see uh we'll do let's do one more one more yes for you guys all right uh here's one an atlanta garbage man is sentenced to jail because he was picking up the trash too early in a wealthy neighborhood too early mm-hmm. you know how it is you can go to jail for being too good at your job in america oh. uh his name is what is his first name kevin mcgill 48 years old um and uh the video is taken down okay Hearing a trash truck in the early morning hours can certainly be annoying, but for one garbage collector, starting too early in the Atlanta suburb costs him 30 days behind bars. That's right. Kevin McGill, 48, an Atlanta husband and father of two, was sentenced to 30 days in jail for collecting trash too early for the wealthy residents of Sandy Springs, Georgia. Apparently, the suburb, located just north of Atlanta, bans trash collection after 7 a.m. I mean, before 7 a.m. And if residents hear trash trucks in their own, in their exclusive town, which reportedly includes NBA players and Delta Airlines executives, they called 911. Can you imagine calling 911 because you hit a garbage truck? What is crime like in your life? Right. It must be so nice that a emergency is it's 645 and I heard a garbage truck. McGill, who had been only working for the waste management for three months and had violated the ordinance only once, took a guilty plea deal, and it's unclear if the details of his plea were clear, clearly explained. McGill did not have a lawyer when he entered the agreement. Oh, gotta get a lawyer, man. Right, because you so, probably would have gotten one. no days. He currently has a lawyer and has filed a motion to withdraw his plea. McGill was sentenced February 20th to the court, but the court was kind enough to allow him to serve his sentence on the weekends. According to McGill, allowing McGill to report to jail at 6 p.m. The Daily Mail reports that there were no real negotiations between McGill and the court and that court chief solicitor Bill Riley claims that offenders who violate the egregious offense of working early should face jail. Fines don't seem to work, Riley told the Daily Mail. The only thing that seems to stop the activity is actually going to jail. 
how, how often is this happening great and y'all gotta you notice the only motherfucker that they got talking about yeah nothing else works put him in jail riley didn't stop there he told the daily mail that the jail was the right punishment and that mcgill's company should have informed him of the restrictions regarding the neighborhood riley also added that the early morning pickups are a nuisance to residents who want to sleep and that he has met with waste management before uh, about making sure it follows the ordinance a representative from waste management was with mcgill when the sentence was handed down but had no idea that jail time would actually be issued and was expecting a hefty fine the incident with wm employee kevin mcgill is very unfortunate and we are currently working with wm legal counsel to resolve the situation said marla prince a company spokeswoman uh to the daily mail guess the race of mr kevin mcgill uh garbage man pops told rock not to be so giddy about that rock (laughs) i mean about that route rock got arrested for doing his job too well joey my favorite part of rock uh 30 days he blended in with the early morning uh dark skies black oh well actually no it's more like joey that's how that's how rock used to say damn it joey trying to be the local magical magical negro black hulk hogan wouldn't have turned him in if the garbage man were eight foot tall millionaires a a bunny whose natural environment is the jungle oh leonard brothers does it again he collected the trash with the newport dangling from over his oversized lips james evans james evans and white the correct answer is and i'm sorry angela you missed it he was a black man (laughs) couple of you got it right got it wrong and now let's go straight into sword ratchetness police man pulled samurai sword on officers this happened in apopka apopka florida i don't know if we ever read one about this place in florida that's new to me but i'm not surprised because <laughs> it's still florida mm. right hopefully everybody's alive accused of pulling a samurai sword on two police officers. West 2's Gail Pasco-Brown reports police say it all stemmed from a beef with an Apopka newspaper editor. Apopka police say a tragedy was averted on Monday after a man pulls a samurai sword on two police officers. The key word here, compliance. This is a Popka police body cam video of 52-year-old Terry Butcher being arrested. Police say the Apopka man became upset with editor John Perry of the Apopka chief newspaper about a previous conversation they had. The arrest report says it was information that would blow Apopka wide open. Well, Mr. Butcher went to the Apopka chief, our local newspaper, and uh, had some kind of beef with them because he knocked on the door, the editor answered the door, and, the, and Mr. Butcher was uh, visibly angry, upset, and said something about that. He had a sword in the car. This is it. A samurai sword more than three feet long when it's in its protective Woo. sheath. 
According to the police report, after their confrontation, Terry Butcher walked out of the back of the building towards his vehicle. At that time, John Perry locked the door and called 911. Initially, two police officers responded to the newspaper's parking lot. Mr. Butcher pulled a samurai sword out of a sheath off the back of a car and took an aggressive stance at the officers. Uh, the officers challenged them with, his we with their weapons drawn. Uh, and after the third time that he complied, he put the sword down, and uh, we averted, you know, a tragedy. Yeah. Terry Butcher was charged with two counts of aggravated assault on a police officer. We were very fortunate in this situation. All of our officers are trained. Uh, they're trained to make good choices. They're trained to use their firearms, their defensive tactics appropriately. In Apopka, Gail Pascal Brown, West 2 News. Gail did speak with Terry Butcher's wife by phone today. She declined to comment about the incident. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I do like uh, that news lady's uh, dress, man, Gail. Mm -hmm. You know, I like you know, I like my women like I like my grits. Thick, <laughs> hot, spicy, and dark. By the way, I keep huh. I keep burning my grits, baby. I'm gonna need some help. <laughs> yes, learn yes. how to make grits. Yes. All right, man. We'll be back uh, tomorrow. Um, same bat time, same bat channel. Until then. Love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.